Hey guys, just wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening to Sidebar Forever. If you like the show, please subscribe to us at sidebarforever.com as well as share episodes of the podcast on your social media. That way, new listeners can find us as well. The final episode of the Disney Plus streaming series, WandaVision, was released on March 5th to the orgasmic delight of its super fans. Whether you love, like, or are just majorly perplexed by the show, the audience response to seeing Wanda and Viz reunited post-Endgame has been undeniable. And even though the show's retro sitcom vibe was polarizing for some, as were a few character reveals, one has to give credit to Marvel Studios and to President Kevin Feige for taking a bold, experimental step with their television division. If you haven't seen the entire series, spoilers are abound on this podcast. You have been warned. One Division stars Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Katherine Hahn, Randall Park, Tiana Paris, and Kat Dennings. And I'm Adrian Johnson. Dwight and Swain are with me today as we discuss One Division. We discussed uh, the very limits of those uh, those interests and uh, disinterest in a few minutes, <laughs> but it was a good show to me overall. Nine episodes, I, I rounded off into like different sections. Is what I thought the episodes really meant. Like episodes one through three was subverting expectations with nostalgia, as a way of things were and could have been for Wanda and Vision. Episodes four through six was showing the cracks in the veneer of what truly has taken place, and her brother returns as a hero. And seven, eight, and nine is the lesson I got from that whole thing was the only true power gained is that which is relinquished from doubt and self-importance. Even an android can cry. So that being said, you foul, you foul. Go ahead. I kind of want to open it up and I can't. No, mm, I was on foul out. But what I want, I want to open it up, man, and discuss like um, I guess the, you know everybody's first impressions of it. I know it was it was an interesting thing for Swain at first. So go ahead, Swain. Um. No, I uh. So as far as the uh the first three episodes, well, let me say this. My my general takeaway for all of this is, um, I do think that regardless of whether or not I thought the retro sitcom vibe worked, or whether they they took it too far, which is really what I thought. That I thought that could have been like one to one and a half episodes. It's essentially a bit. And they stretched it out to almost three episodes without hardly ever breaking stride. I mean, just in very small ways did they, you know, did you see cracks and you see, oh, this is something other than what it was. 
So that left me a little bit wanting. But even with that, right. I do think that you have to give uh, Marvel Studios and its president, Kevin Feige, credit because this was like this was an experimentation as far as, you know, the kind of storytelling that we're not used to seeing, you know, in the Marvel films. We're not used to seeing any of this stuff. And it was it was a bold step forward for them to try this. I'm thinking if they had actually let's say they had released mm -hmm. uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier first. And let's say, we don't know yet, but let's say that that's more of a convention, action, adventure, espionage kind of a thing. That would be, oh, okay, it's more of the same. Right. You know what I mean? So this was really a way to kind of shake it up for people right. in terms of their expectations. So I do have to give them credit for that. I do think that was, mm -hmm. that was awesome. Um, but I just thought that, uh, you know, in general, the retro sitcom vibe just went too long for me. Um I was really rooting okay. for this show because I like Wanda and Vision. I like them in the movies. I mean, I like the, mm -hmm. the actors that play them. I think Paul mm -hmm. Bettany does a good job of bringing Vision mm -hmm. to life as a full-figured you know, being. Mm -hmm. um, I think Elizabeth Olsen is fine as the Scarlet Witch. Um, of course, in the films, they didn't give them that much to do. Mm -hmm. So I was really rooting for this show because the show would give them us more of an opportunity to live with these characters. You know, they probably had collectively from all the Marvel movies, probably 20 minutes of screen time altogether, both of them, you know, not much, you know, and, um, right. And so, and, and in the movies, they didn't really make you really understand. Or I didn't get a real, a real sense of, okay, why do they love each other so much? Why are they, why are they bonding? What are they, how are they connecting? You know what I mean? It was not, it was not dissimilar from in the movies when they shoehorned in, um, you know, the Black Widow having a relationship with Bruce Banner, the Hulk. Right. Which felt forced and felt unnecessary and didn't feel believable. You know, now her friendship with Clint, with Hawkeye, that felt completely believable. Sure. Two assassins doing their thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. You got a sense of them as, you know, as, as comrades and, and brothers and sisters in arms, so to speak, literally and figuratively. But anyway, I was definitely rooting for the show, but there were just a lot of things about it in terms of the storytelling choices and um, and some other things that we'll probably get into later that, you know, you know, to quote Adrian, my face was kind of balled up, you know, and, and that's usually not a good a good sign. But um, but again, there were things that, like I said, that I that I did dig, too. But I'll, I'll let Adrian give his uh, his take. Yeah, you know, kind of like what Swain was saying, I, I mm -hmm. felt the same way as far as like the, the whole sitcom angle, you know. And then, <laughs> without jumping too far ahead, when you go down the line and you find out why it was explained, why the sitcoms? Why why this? You know what I'm saying? It was just kind of like, ah, 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 ah. You're in a war zone, but you got a chest full of... <laughs> You got a chest full of sitcoms, yo, or a DVD, and <laughs> and the mom is looking out the window. It's like, oh, we're in a war zone. Oh, those people are jumping into uh, foxholes. That's okay. We'll watch this Dick Van Dyke episode. Ah, you know, it's like I don't know, but you can tell that this really costs a lot of money for Marvel Studios. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it looks great. That I can't front on. Like the whole. It, how they nail yeah, each right. period nope. and you could tell what sitcom they were referencing yeah, that stuff yeah. came across pretty strongly i I was very impressed with that aspect yeah yeah but there were other things where it was just like 
it's like they 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 kind of just swerved left when they were like building up to yes it is wanda you know what i'm saying wanda is doing this and, and dwight to your point you know i, I think you're going to say something about speculation um uh, at some point in the show count me as one of those who's totally totally speculated absolutely like at the end of the first episode, I was like, it's Wanda. It's right. Wanda. She's doing just like Health of M. She's doing this and that. You know what I'm saying? And right. you were the one who said, just keep watching, though. Just keep watching. You know? And they were building up and they were building up. And it's like, okay, are they really going to go all the way with her and make her a, 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 a villain, a villainess, or what have you? You know? Or how, how are they going to you know, really write this out and let this ride out. And just the whole thing of, oh, it's Agatha Harkness. She's in there. I'm like, how? Was she already living there? What What the hell? You know what I'm saying? It just felt like that was that was a, a way out so that that way, um, the Scarlet Witch wouldn't have to be the villain. There's another actual villain that we could put in here as well. Even though that Agatha Harkness had been there the whole time, it, it still wasn't quite clear. Well, why? Why is she there? Like, no, no. Had she been living in that town? Yeah, that's that's not that's not what happened. I I, I, can, I can try to provide some clarity in that regard. Um, what happened was essentially was is because of the nature of the magic that that um, that Wanda's using on um, uh, uh, an amateur basis. Based uh, when I say amateur, based on what she chose to do with it, not mm -hmm. doing uh, wicked constructs and things like that. The first time she ever used the thing, use her power in any kind of real immense way when it's in this construct. So Agatha being really, really old and and, and using Cathan's being part of Cathan's using Cathan's magic to, to kill her own coven, she felt the presence of this of this of this just magical power in in New Jersey. So she was drawn to that. And when she got there to see what what Wanda was doing with mm -hmm. it. She was like, okay, what? why are you doing this? You're playing, with, doing a sitcom? She's like, you guys. It's like, okay, you, all, all this power you have, you're doing a, you're doing a 60, a 50, 60 sitcom. You know, you, you got these people locked in magic step. You, they're doing their own, you, how do you control people that, that well? I mean, you're, you're not even thinking about it. They're, they're running on auto, 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 autopilot and doing their own thing. Basically having their own lives based on what you construct them to be inside your own mind. You know, she's like, you have all this power. What, what are you doing with all this power? So she's, so she's like, she, she's, a, she's a power siphon that's what she does so she's coming to wanda because she wants to get what she has and either you either you give it to her you know by 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 just giving give, gift it to her like she wanted her to do or she's gonna take it by force and what she takes by force is to give you get you to to wail into her and she basically just doesn't give it back to you so she absorbs your power and it becomes it becomes hers you see so the reason she was drawn came to, came to new jersey is because she she felt that power peak you know much yeah. much like any other much like um much like um, um, uh, Galactus, or much like um, a Silver Surfer does for Galactus when he, when he goes throughout the spaceways to see uh, basic plants he can, he, can, he can use for his own, his own pillaging. Okay, so let's stop so. there, D. So, so that wasn't clear to me, and that wasn't clear to Adrian. Okay. But a lot, but a lot of geeks are out there, I'm sure it's clear too, dude. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's to me, again, as far as the show is concerned, is, 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 you know, presenting clear ideas so that we can kind of figure out what's going on. The other thing I mm -hmm. think too, um, um, with this, with the show and, um, like for instance, 
the the character of Agatha Harkness as the big bad, mm-hmm. she's not a big bad character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's like a C level bad person. Right. She would be somebody if you had a show and you it was like good person, bad person, worst person, right? Right. You know that that thing I always talk about. She'd be the bad person, mm-hmm. but not the worst person. There's got to be somebody worse right. than her. She wasn't to me. wasn't I wasn't sold on she is this ultimate evil and and then on top of that we didn't see her do anything until like episode eight or episode nine we didn't see anything to get a sense that she is this big terrible threat and and i think that one of the things for me is is in you know in storytelling for like tv and movies you know the the thing is always show me don't tell me Mm -hmm. so you know show me that agatha is terrible show me that she's horrible let me see, uh, as it relates to Die Hard, let me see Hans shoot K- K- uh, Mr. Uh, Joseph Katagi in the head. Now I know he's a bad guy. doesn't matter how charismatic and how electric and, and all that he is. Now mm-hmm. I know he's bad. Now I know he's someone to fear. Now I know how ruthless he is. Mm-hmm. She's telling everybody, and we do see her like kill her coven or whatever, but you know that's kind of what witches do. But really, when you think about it, as it relates to the show, as as the show would have you believe, mm-hmm. Wanda is still worse than Agatha. Yeah. So when I yeah when Adrian was saying that Wanda should have been the bad person, that's what I was saying. Exactly. Wanda essentially had uh, a machine gun or a nuclear bomb in a small town and told all three thousand people, "You're gonna do what the fuck I tell you to do, mm-hmm. or it's your or it's your ass." Yeah. So. Sh- so you know what I mean? But the, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's, it's it's not like it's not like it's it's not it's not a twist of it's it's not a twist of, in terms of what she does with it. We know from the beginning she's the bad guy. Like 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 like. No, we like, don't know from the beginning. Uh, well, we didn't know for like four or five episodes. No. What exactly was going on mm-hmm. and who was doing it and who was powering it? It was really only, and this is the point where the show for me got interesting. All the retro sitcom stuff, I was bored to tears by the third episode. It was only when she came out of the hex, back into the present day of 2013 mm-hmm. or whatever it was, after uh, after inf- or 2050, whatever it was, after Infinity, uh, Infinity, Infinity, or Infinity War, or Endgame, right. excuse me. It was only after that, when she met up with the FBI agents and she entered the real world, that we get, oh, okay, she's like on some, you know, like some Dark Phoenix kind of stuff. Right. Prior to that, you didn't know. And they intentionally didn't let you know. And they intentionally didn't want you to know. So for four episodes, if it was Wanda's vision, we didn't find out until four and a half episodes in. Oh, you know, and, I, you know, so that to me, again, was unclear. It was like, OK, she's really worse than than Agatha is. And I don't know, man. I was just. Yeah. I think I think there's even I think there's even darker thing that's going on here, man. It's it's, it's leading into it's leading, of course, into the the uh, Doctor Strange, you know, um, movie that's coming out. That's where it is. They're that's what they said. That, but so. of course, the only thing you heard was them tell you she's more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. The Sorcerer Supreme. Right. I presume you'll have to watch something else to get some sense of that. But go ahead, man. I didn't even interrupt right. you. No, it's all good. But I think I think one of the, your point your point taken, man. I, I, for the first three episodes, it was the first two episodes. I was nonplussed. I was like, okay. What is this '60s, you know, nostalgic? You know, I get it. I realize it during her world. I knew that from the beginning. I, I just knew it during her world. 
Um, but then when it's when I, I realized she was the she was the the antagonist as well as the protagonist at the same time, I realized they were putting them both together at the same time. I was like, okay, well, damn, you know, when they introduced um, when they introduced um, um, Geraldine, I was like, wait a minute, Geraldine, that's not her name, you know. So okay, what, so so how does she get in here? And how does she maintain, maintain some kind of autonomy and able to talk, you know, outside of character that was portrayed that that Warner wanted to save for the role. And, and, and Agatha presented this was the same way from the very beginning. I mean, Agnes was the same way. When she came mm -hmm. in as a, the nosy neighbor, you know, there, there were times where she was doing things that, okay, you know, why are you not seeing these, these, these right in front of you clues that, that, that she has mystical powers or has these abilities that you're not emphasizing or making a big deal out of, you know? So, well, e even, when the, even when the boss came over for dinner and he was choking and Vision reached in and pulled the thing out and, and, and saved him <laughs> or whatever... Even the uh, uh, the wife's reaction, where she was more emotional than she should be, mm -hmm. but obviously because you know she's being controlled or whatever. Anyway, yeah. all of that, I thought a lot of it was just a mess, man. Another show me, don't tell me, is as good as the episode was when Monica Rambo snapped back, and then she goes looking for a mother, and then they say, "Oh, your mother died of cancer four years ago," right? Mm -hmm. That was a great episode, and that was a great reveal, and that was a great, like, oh, you know, them gluing the show in with, you know, the cinematic universe, the film universe. Right. But her talking about the loss of her mother and missing her mother and all of that, I got no sense of that as a, as a viewer. I felt nothing for that because you're telling me this. I didn't see it. Like people telling you, oh, this is a bad person, doesn't make me as an audience member believe it's a bad person. Oh, I'm suffering from loss. You just telling me that, does, you have to show me. That's why a lot of great actors will talk about when they get scripts and they'll tell the director, this, this, and this, we don't have to say that. I can give you that with body language and with my face and with a look, and it'll be more powerful than me, blah, 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 talking, talking, talking. Right. So that was just another example where I was like, okay... Okay, you miss your mother. You're telling me that. But again, those emotions don't resonate with me at all as a viewer. And that's part of what storytelling should do. I should feel it. I should feel it without her even having to tell me. Well, I mean, you were talking about a, a, a brand new NASA actor, man, that, that doesn't have the chops. No, 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 no. The community that's that's, the first that's place. not what it is. The directors, it, it, the writers, the showrunners, the storytellers behind the scenes, they should know better. There are examples of TV shows and movies where that happens. In the X Men, in the X Men movies, when they uh, in X Two, when they go to Bobby Drake's house to see his family, okay, and uh, Pyro is looking at the wall of pictures, and you see his reflection where he's looking at the family pictures, and then they close in on his face, and you see he's like, okay, I don't have any of that. He doesn't say a word. You know immediately, right. I haven't had any of that. He's had everything. I have had nothing. And so then when he leaves and goes with Magneto, you get it. You get it all the way. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. I Man, I get that. But I mean, uh, but in, in terms of WandaVision, I, I feel as though, for me, man, it hit, the, hit, enough, hit, enough, hit enough of the notes for me. Like, I, I picked up on, like, her loss and sorrow when she's going to the hospital looking for, looking for her mother. See, she was just right here a little while ago. Where, you know, where, where is she now? She, well, she died three years ago before you came. She died three years ago. I mean, she died three years ago. I've been here the entire time. It's like, no way you haven't been here the entire time. You just came back. You know, everybody's coming back now and looking for their loved ones and, trying to pick up on lost time and things of that nature after the snap. So I, 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 I picked up on the sense of loss. Maybe, maybe I don't need as much I mean, as far as that goes, but 
going on to other parts of the story, um, you know, what did you guys think of uh, of the kids uh, and the spontaneous growth of the kids? That was kind of weird. I was going to say, I thought that that was a comment on, like, in, in actual sitcoms, how you'll see a kid mm -hmm. this young, you know what I'm saying, and watch them grow, like, so quickly. In season one, right? Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> and then by season three, like, they're tall, their voice is starting to get deep, and it just seemed like... Right. But the series has only been on for two years, that type of thing. So I wonder if that was like a dual comment, you know, not just the magic within the context of the show, but like how sitcom kids really grow up fast before our eyes on these shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, well, what's funny about that, Adrian, that maybe maybe like a little small inside joke, because actually um, Elizabeth Olsen is the sister of the Olsen twins for Full right, House. Right, right. So so and they had two they had twins too. So maybe they could have been doing that kind of that kind of little, little twist to it too. Maybe they, you know, sometimes man, I think you know, they try to do too much in terms of the evolution of these shows and, and compact things too much. Because they're trying to trying to build for other shows as well as focusing on the now. So to your point, I think Sway, I think a lot a lot of what you're saying is true. Like they could have taken more time to build certain characters emotional display versus just, you know, going skipping a hop, skipping over certain things, but let me let me say something as it relates to that, like mm -hmm. and, and you, DL, of the three of us, you're the you're the one who for years has been a big proponent of TV versus film. Yeah. In other yeah. words, things stretching it out. You have time to slow build. You have time to really create the tension to really spell out these plots and subplots and sub subplots to really create you know a ramp up to the peak moments in the series. You don't have to rush it in a two hour movie. Right. They had nine episodes, and like I said, that was the thing for me is this make me feel some of this stuff. I still didn't really get, like, why do Wanda and Vision love each other so much? Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're telling me in the movies by showing them in these romantic situations, oh, they're a couple. We're going to tell you they're a couple. We're going to tell you they're a couple. But I didn't get, okay, why are they a couple? Why do they Why do they fuck with each other, each other hard like that? I didn't quite get that and so i was looking for the show to give me more of that but mm -hmm. you know they had this high concept thing going on so you know i don't know i don't know and i, I kind of think to some extent i didn't even think about what you said oh it's wanda's vision but the whole thing of the the retro tv thing mm -hmm. i'm sure that was just some dumb person who said wanda and vision wanda vision shot in wanda vision what if we did and that's where it went off to. You know that. You know that's what happened. It could have been. And that's what they built it around. Yeah. And and even the retro sitcom thing, like Adrian was saying, to their credit, keep in mind that okay, when Wanda and uh, and Pietro are kids, mm -hmm. that's got to be what the eighties. Yeah. Eighties mm -hmm. or nineties. Or yeah, the nineties. Eighties or nineties. So you're talking about you know in in a lot of you know I I have read stories like you know in Russia and and in probably in some some of the um, some of the Eastern and some of the Western European countries, you know, mm -hmm. where there are, you know, hot zones, there are, there is fighting and there is turmoil. They, they would, they liked to get American things and enjoy it. They would get, mm -hmm. you know, music CDs. Sure. They would yeah. get VHS tapes and magazines, uh, blue jeans. You know, I remember they all, oh, you know, you could sell blue jeans for $200 in, in the USSR because, you know, the teenagers wanted them and they right. couldn't get them. So I get how American pop culture becomes you know a fetish item in other places in the same way that you know we would get manga 
I mean, not manga, but like manga and anime. Yeah, sure, manga. Yeah, you know, to be like, oh, you know, I have it finally. You know, so I get, I get that. But none of that was 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 ever shared in the movies or in the backstory. Her backstory prior to any of this, so it was just kind of dropped in as okay, this is why it happened. And I don't think it was a bad it was a bad excuse or a bad reason or a bad whatever. But I do think it was like okay, I don't remember any of this, you know. No, no, no. There, there was a bomb. That, that start bomb was not made up for the show. That start bomb actually happened, and and, and they discussed it on right. one of the uh, on one of the movies. Um, I think it was Age of Ultron. And, maybe Age of Ultron. Yeah, I, I I do remember that part. Yeah. Right. So I mean, but yeah, man. I mean, it's a thing. It's an opportunity to to fully like you know, fully exp- develop the characters. And you're right. I mean, there was no there was no real there was no real focus on just Vision and Wanda. In the relationship inside the movies, because that wasn't what the movie was about. It was always about something else, some, some bigger evil, some bigger event that's happening, occurring. We have to stop that from happening. Well, but let, let me let me pause you though. But they did successfully give you some Black Panther backstory in those movies, right? They did successfully give you some Bucky and Cap and Falcon to the point where Falcon and, and Bucky, their kind of banter created a separate show that they're going to do after WandaVision, right? So they were able to do other sub pocket kind of things, even like with Black Widow, you know, her talking about all the bad things she did and how she grew up and, a lot of ledger, you know, and her right? being kind of emotionless and I want to wipe the red out of my ledger. You know, they gave you enough mm-hmm. of that. So when they give you another chance to see Black Widow, you'll understand. Hopefully, you know, they'll use some of that to build on her movie and, you know, to build on the other television shows. So they were able to do it in other places. But of all those characters, Wanda and Vision got such little screen time. Like right, but when know. they did get it, though, I mean, for me, I mean, there were a couple of times where I felt I did, I did feel the nature of their, their pairing. Like there was, and and it came to it came to to full fruition, or full understanding this time because it was where, you know, Wanda was she was uh, she lost her brother, and and Vision wanting to understand loss as a, as a as a robot or as an android, and perhaps even understand loss from losing. His his his, his uh, father figure, which was Ultron, you know, he kind of glommed <laughs> on to her and to understand who she was, you know. So it was it was a thing wherein um, oh that's why you gotta see that's why you gotta see the the last episode too, Adrian, because there's this, there's this meeting of the minds where the two the two visions are talking to each other, and and that's how they solve their argument. That's how they solve the battle through to communicate through talking, and there's this there's this age old. Um, uh, problem wherein i forgot the name of the the, the ship uh, of theseus the, the ship of theseus right no no that replace, was a dope scene that was a very dope scene. that was dope that yeah. was dope but if you if you continue if you continue to replace if the boat is riding you continue to replace parts in the boat after after a period of time is that the same boat that it was before before you started replacing it so the the similarities were there that were being made was okay i'm i'm the i'm the division you see inside of this construct the red and green one you see inside this construct is one of is one of Wanda's imaginings and one of her uh, imaginings, along with the, the gemstone that allows her to bring me to life, and which you're you're a you're a construct that's based on my actual body parts that was out there in the real world, but you don't have the actual you know the actual uh, memories that they're allowing you to have access to to see what you're capable of. So when he so when he started having communication like that, and and Vision was able to the red and green Vision actual Vision. Was able to to tap him on the on his forehead and, and free that information up. He said, "Well, he said, well, I'm the vision." He flew off into the skies and, and he was gone for the rest of the show. 
because he, now he's on now he's on a search for his past to see who he actually really was. It will probably become the the the. No, we assumed the, that they ne- the, they never told us what was going on. He just left. If he left, he, he just dipped. He just put one finger there and he just dipped. <laughs> right, 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 right. But but he'll probably become he'll probably become the the, the venue which able to bring vision back into into the of course into the, into the, of course yeah. So, but um, um, but yeah, man. To your point, man. You know, there's there's a lot of holes there, but at the same time, I found it to be very enjoyable overall based on like. The final summation of who she became. Like I wasn't expecting her to become. To me, I, knowing the comics, I always known her as the Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. You know, but the way the way the way they showed it inside of inside of the the hierarchy of of, of witching witchdom, um, that was a moniker which was like feared in certain books of, of magic. So I thought that was kind of cool. So let me let me let me let me ask you this, uh, D, because and Adrian as well. Although this plays more into the final episode, I actually did think that that was kind of an interesting uh, uh, take on things. And maybe this is reflected in the House of M or in other in, in the comics. Uh, you know, past mm-hmm. the time when I was reading, you know, uh, comics with the mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch in it. But the idea that mm-hmm. she and Pietro are mutants, she thought it was mm-hmm. always telekinesis and hypnosis and telepathy. But it wasn't mm-hmm. just those things. She was actually using magic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she is a mutant, but she's a mutant who's actually wielding magic. She just doesn't have the, the learnedness that an Agatha Harkness would have or that a Stephen Strange would have or, you know, or any of those guys. Yeah, magic users, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, that, you know, mm-hmm. that she's kind of like a natural, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the other thing. That's what I don't get to, man. You had mentioned before about, um, you know, people speculating and fans speculating. Adrian had talked about it and, you know, and, we, and, and we're all kind of doing it. And you were, you were, you were critical of that, but you did it yourself. Sure. But, but my point is, is this. How can anybody criticize fans who are saying, hey, maybe this means this, that means that, when literally... From frame one of the very first episode, all it does is throw questions at you, question marks, innuendos, hints, mm-hmm. Easter eggs, unexplained this, unexplained that. How can you watch this show and not speculate? It asks you to speculate on what stuff means. It's, 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 it's really a descendant or an acolyte of Lost, where every episode mm-hmm. is just question, 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 questions, next to question, question, question. Questions, 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 questions. So how could we not speculate? Go ahead, Adrian. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, you brought up a great point. That's one of the things that I was going to um, say as well. Like, uh, and you see it in other shows, too, where they're obviously trying to drag out that moment or whatnot where someone asks a question and then there's this long, long pregnant pause. It's like and everybody's just kind of looking and the camera goes back and forth like, just answer the question. Just answer it. And then the screen will go black or something. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> right. I hate that shit. But but that's that's some that's something that kept happening while I was watching this show. You know, they would kind of throw a little bit out there and you're expecting, okay, are they gonna answer that? Are they going to go somewhere with that? And, mm-hmm. and they don't. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's one thing. I get it. If it's a, a plot point that pays off later in the series, I got that. Yeah, sure. That's no problem. But a lot of times, it would just be like a 
like something like what, what um, Swain was saying, like an Easter egg. Like, oh, I know what that is because I read the comics. Oh, I know what that is because whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It has to be something else there just on a narrative tip. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Easter eggs are cool. That's mm-hmm. nice. But what's going to be compelling is the, is, is the narrative like pulling me along like in, in a satisfying way to where I legitimately want to see the next episode. I'll be honest with you. Going from episode to episode, man, it was a bit it was a bit tough. It was a bit of a slog. You know what I'm saying? And it was just kind of like, uh, well, are, are we going to get any more answers in this one or what's what's up? You know what I mean? And that was a frustration of mine mm-hmm. for sure. I'll say this much as it relates to that, Adrian. And I've said this before. So WandaVision is nine episodes and they were released, you know, weekly until we got to the uh, finale uh, on Friday, March 5th. Okay. Right. I think that show would have benefited from being bingeable more than going week to week because since very little changes from episode to episode until really you get down to like the last maybe two and a half episodes, do you really get into, okay, there are some changes from, like, okay, now we're going back in time and we're seeing, you know, uh, Agatha Harkness at the uh, Salem Witch Trials. And, you know, and we see other things happening. So little happens in those those first uh, handful of episodes. To me, it would have benefited from just being able to watch them back to back and not have to wait. Because when you have to wait a week and then you will only move three inches... Right. And you ask more questions. I was just like, oh, come on, man. Come on, man. And there's other shows that I've watched like that where I could binge them. Like I mentioned to you guys that show Mindhunter about the uh, the serial killers on uh, Netflix, the David Fincher show. Yeah. Very slow burn. Very slow burn. If I had to watch it week to week, I wouldn't have made it. But because I could watch two or three at a time, I'd be like, oh, okay. I could absorb some of what, what was going on, and it, it felt a bit more satisfying to me. Um, okay. I mean, I give you that. I think they knew that too. I think they were they were they were seeing that the when they were opening up the with this novel banner uh, for a brand new aspect of their of their of the Marvel Marvel moviedom. I mean, this is their first like episodic television show type situation. Never done that before. So, I mean, they they, they took them they took them a, a leap and decided, well, we're not going to do the binge thing. They gave us two episodes and let's wait to wait for the next week to, to get to, to the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it if they moved it on a, at a greater a bigger a greater clip myself for the third episode but they you're right they they did you know one through four or one i say one to three and a half is really kind of hard to, to to get to some point of okay how's this connecting to like i, I want to see superpowers i want to see why these guys are together i want to see what what the big who the big bad is i want to find out what if Reed Richards is going to be in this i want to find out all the, all the various other things that's going on in here you know so and i want to find a mutant's going to be back in here because this whole house of them things in the back of my mind because i'm a i'm a, I'm a long time fan and what and so she's going to say something that's going to make this going to be, be a reality and bring the, bring the Marvel universes together like we're all hoping they do, but it didn't happen. So, you know, it's one of those things where I, I curbed my enthusiasm and mm-hmm. I, tried to, I tried to take it for what it was and enjoy what it was for that moment and not let fan speculation or even my own speculation like, like run it to the ground for me and not be able to enjoy it. So, so that, that's what I did too. Like, it, mm-hmm. really, after talking with you guys, that's what I did. That's why I said, well, let me go back and finish watching it. Right. You know, thinking, okay, well, you know, you finish the ride or whatever, and it'll be like a roller coaster. It'll be like, oh, it was, it was kind of worth it. Now, I didn't feel that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But I did go back with that, in, with that, you know, with that intention in mind. And like I said, you know, much at, you know, at the, uh, at kind of your, uh, at your nudging, you know. I think, ultimately, 
it's it paid off for me um, when I saw her become the become the woman that she was supposed to become. Like she now now she's truly the Avenger. I would like to have seen, which we did see when she came back and took on Thanos, Thanos and almost, almost broke him down, broke him off. Right. You know. Right. Now she's that full power individual that I was expecting to see in the, com- the in the comics, like 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 unrelentlessly in this show. You know, she's been kind of like like this this uh, um, little. Um, uh, Sink, squeak, you know, sinking violet for the entire time. Like I could do this, but oh no, I, I just I just caused the problem. I blew up the building like, the, I, in, in Sokovia. I get it. You know that's not the ideal situation. You know, I, and you and you should be remorseful for it. But at the same time, it's like you're more than that, and you don't know how much you are more than that. And that's what that's what really pissed uh, Agatha off about her. So like, what, what are you doing, Wanda? You have this power, and this is what you're doing with it. You're play, you're, you're manipulating people with puppets on strings. You know, you're you you have this godlike power. Why aren't you using it like like that? Give it to me, and I'll show you how to use that shit. And you you can keep Westview, <laughs> and you can and you you keep your children there, and keep your keep keep fake vision, all that. But um, fake vision, 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 One of the things I want to say about that. One of the things I want to say about about uh, it's funny. One of the things I want to say about about um about them watching movies was I found it you know and watching inside a war zone. You know, when you live inside of a place like that for so long, man, all those things become 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 desensitized to them. So they did not know how how close the the bombing was to them. You know, it's outside their door. They did that on a constant basis. So him to go to work and come, and, and, you know, trying trying to pawn or sell those videos to various people throughout the neighborhood, with the case may be, that's actually the thing that, that happens and that they do do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, 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 it happen, they do they do stuff like that. So I mean, it, it seems kind of weird and stuff. But you bring it back home, and of course you got. Wanda's favorite pick is, is you know, is, is Dick Van Dyke show, you know, and the first thing she does, you know, and her and her and her and the best memories of her life when she when she pulls upon him to to build the life she wanted her vision to have was pull upon that Dick Van Dyke show. So to me, it's it's like a, a, a really a real smart thing to do and a smart revelation. Was it hard to get into when you're so used to seeing the the full you know horizontal screen, which they did a really good job with that too. Like you saw you saw how it changed from the the black and white screen where it's just a square box. As it got towards the modern day, it went back to the fellows. That was brilliant. I love that. But um, you know, I, I don't know. I I enjoyed the show, man. I, I bought into I bought into the 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 craziness and the the randomness of it. You know, good. <laughs> I was gonna say, I did. I was laughing when her father came home with that truck <laughs> with that trunk full of movies like he the bootleg man. <laughs> That's what's what you do. Hey, I folk, I folk, I got, I got this. I love Lucy. I got this Dick Van Dyke man. What you need? <laughs> he about to stop by the barber shop on the way home. Right. <laughs> right, right. Didn't nobody have right. no spare twenties, right. you know? <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got this Eddie Tyler Moore dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, That's it. but, but that aside, Joe, uh, I did want to say one thing in terms of. A part of the uh, of the episodes where I did kind of perk up, like no- noticeably, I-, I felt myself sit up in my seat, like, mm. oh, okay, it's the part where mm. Vision is starting to piece together, like something is amiss here, you know, and not in that goofy Dick Van Dyke way he was doing earlier, you know, when they were really mm-hmm. going with the sitcom thing, mm-hmm. like he legitimately was like, wonder. What is going on? And then her being reticent, right? How have you said it? Reticent about you know being forthcoming. Right. And then he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go out on my own and find this out." 
And that was like my favorite part where <laughs> he just walked in. He was like, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. He didn't say it right. like that, but he meant that shit. I was like, you go, man. That's right. That's right. Right. You know? And then the whole thing about him walking about town. <laughs> I, I was like, that's great. But he was just kind of bucking back like, no, nah, I'm going to find this out. No. Nah. And then him coming up to the edge of the uh, hex and then coming out. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, now maybe we go now. Maybe we doing something. All right. This is what mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was hoping they were going to keep on that narrative string. Yeah. Right. Well, it, they they kind of did, man. I mean, it, it was it was a thing where Vision still Vision was still trying to, trying to find the truth. That's what Vision Vision is like a a pure being, man. That's why he's able to pick up Thor's hammer. You know what I'm saying? One of the reasons why. But anyway, um, he he wants he wants the truth. So he's not, he's not, he's the one he lies. He he can he can he can deal with Wanda's you know uh, building and constructing false narratives and things like that because it, it suits her. He likes to make people feel good. He wants he cares about her. You know that's his thing. So. You know, but he's not going to see other people affected by it. You know what I mean? It's affected by it. So, so to see the people that are there, like caught in this, this crazy. It was, it was kind of eerie, yo. And Halloween from a walk down the street, and there's this couple, like halfway hanging up a line, yep. not taking up. How he put down a pumpkin. You know, they're stuck in this, this, this crazy, you know, half uh, imagined reality. Instead that that they that um wanted to put them in. So that was cruel, man. Yeah. You know, and to find out these people at at, at thing like the, to to, find, to go to uh, visions visions um place of work and find out that. Those people there under under force and duress. So she's actually got a hell of a lot to answer for, man, with this situation. Just for her to be skirting off and whatnot to into the horizon like she did. She's got a lot to answer for, man. But you know, even when Monica came upon her, Monica was like, well, you know, given how much I care about my mother, you know, I might have done the same thing you did if I had your powers. So she kind of forgave her for that. I thought that was I thought that mm -hmm. I thought that was shitty, yo. I thought that was that was shitty, yo. Right? Is it for you to forgive? You know? And and your your crimes against humanity continue to amount now. You know, right? Yeah, but but the thing is, though, even Monica almost gives her free, <laughs> gives almost gives her a free pass. She's like Wanda. Yeah, she does. Don't let him make you be the villain. You know, and I want to do like hush, sweet Charlotte, but you are the villain, Blanche. You are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're in the chair. You are. Yeah, you are the villain, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she is the villain. She is. Nice. And, and so you know when what? she said, go ahead, man. Yeah. No, you go ahead, sir. Finish up. That's all I was going to say. Like that part, it, in, my, in my head, narratively, I was like, no, Monica's giving her a free pass. Don't let him make you be the villain, Wanda. You're not the villain. Ah, uh, yes, she is. Yes, she is. 3,000 people, the population of that town, under her control. They have their own lives. And the other thing, too, that was that kind of felt funny to me is when you see in episode eight, when Wanda has the deed to that house, to that land or whatnot. So she drives up to Westview, you know, and she sees like this almost desolate town, like these people just living their lives, but they're not fulfilled. Nobody's smiling. The, the, the sky might as well have been gray or something like, hmm. They were kind of chill, man. Yeah, they, like they were just like, doing the old thing. Drinking tea and whatnot. You had a... Uh, yeah. You know, you, go ahead. And somehow, because she's... Now she's in town. It's a new sheriff in town. I'm alive things up. <laughs> I was just like, no. No, this is not hidden right. This 
this whole thing ain't hitting right. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, man. I was I was gonna say that uh, like until they started saying the word grief and people started talking about it, it didn't. It never struck me as grief. It almost struck me more as as mental illness. Like she had a, a breakdown of some kind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it it just seemed way deeper than. I'm just sad, so I'm going to make everybody else happy because I'm sad. It, You know what I'm saying? It seemed like a manic episode by a super-powered person to some extent. But mm-hmm. um, what did you guys... I don't know if you guys thought about this, but... And it seems like it, it was kind of a thing at one point where, in the comics, if a female character gets too powerful, they have to kill her. And, the, you know, something about the idea of... You know, my, my, my take on it would be is, is okay... If the hysterical woman gets too powerful, bad things happen for everybody. Mm. As if there aren't, you know, Mongols and Galactuses and Dormammus and, and you know, and... and Thanos is. Yeah, and, and Thanos is out there in the universe. But, you know, you see that happen with super powerful women. And I was wondering, did y'all get Phoenix vibes from her? Because they, of course, clearly that's what they were kind of... Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. They, 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 they took it, they took it, they took it and said, look, look, uh, look, uh, um... Or whatever company did X Men Twentieth Century Fox, you know this is what you're supposed to do with the Phoenix. They, they, and they, I, I, after after I saw her in in um in Civil War do what she did, I was like, okay, her power is way too powerful for what I'm in the comics. So mm-hmm. they're gonna go that way with her. They're gonna continue to go that way. Go that way with her. That, that's that's what they're gonna, they're gonna do. When I saw her in uh, in um um. Not in game, but in game, definitely in game. When she when she was tearing Thanos' armor off, and he, and he was calling for a bomb strike with, with his own people down on the ground still because he's getting get get dealt, get dealt with the final blow, yeah. like to the four winds. She's gonna rip rip old boy's arms off, man, which would have served his ass right. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. it's the same. Um, you know, when I saw her do that, I was like, okay, wait a minute, she's way too powerful, dude, way too powerful. So I knew, you know, she's got the she got the got the, the red hair, you know, she's got the you know the the right the right um, build for it. Going to turn into their version of Phoenix, so they can get the Phoenix proper back from from uh, from Mark, from uh, Fox. Go ahead, Adrian. Right. Yeah, but you know the, the other thing too. You know, thinking about that along that same lines is, and um, and it's not to make a direct comparison to the actual comics themselves, but you know, a question that I did have in relation to her powers or whatnot, they still seem, even to mm-hmm. me, comics and in the films, kind of undefined, like. She is whatever we need her to be at the time. Like, okay, um, several years ago, many years ago, rather, about 15 years ago, um, Bendis was writing both um, The Avengers and he wrote A House of M, right? And his whole thing was, and I remember him saying this in the press, if I'm not mistaken, he was like, I'm going to make you believe that the Scarlet Witch is the most powerful mutant in the Marvel Universe, okay? I'm going to make a case for it, you know? And it was kind of the same thing that you were saying before, Mm -hmm. um, Swain. Just, she went on this episode to the point to where the whole reason there was a House of M was because she had gotten fed up and everything had gotten to her, so she uttered, no more mutants. Right. And she killed off all of these mutants except for 198, you know? And that was supposed to be a storyline that was supposed to stay going forward. And it was her fault that all of this happened. It was her fault that the first Avengers series, uh, Avengers Dissembled, 
that went down the way it did because of her hex powers and everything. But I never got a sense in the comics. Why? Like, what is what is the limit of her power? You know, I don't, and I don't think that there's, there's none. That's what I'm there's saying. None. Because the nature of what they call it, they call it chaos, they call it chaos magic. Sure, I, I got, I got you. But even even that, there has to be some type of some type of governor on it. I mean, even the most powerful person, the most powerful being, has some type of governor. They they can even Galactus. There's something to where you have to be able to shut him down. Like, hey, I got the ultimate nullifier. Don't come no further. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a governor. Ultimate I love <laughs> yeah. that, yo. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone has a governor. Wow. You have to. So what is the governor for Wanda? Is it her love for vision or her want for like normalcy? You know, with like a, a, a relationship and a family and a normal life? Like what is the thing yeah. that would put a check onto her power? That's that's where it is. We see that in the situation. It's 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 her it's love for her vision, her love for her family, and, and loss. Her her big thing is loss. Like any other great hero that's created in the Marvel comics, you know, you create a hero by by, by killing someone in their family, you know, and, and they and now they figure okay, well damn, now your responsibility, great responsibility comes comes powers, or, or comes well, great responsibility comes great great powers comes great responsibility. So now she sees that. So now that's her thing. She's fucked up several times in the movies. You know, she's her, her brother got killed first, right? Then she she killed some she killed several people inside the office building right, mm -hmm. and then and then she lost she lost vision after that so she's 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 on a loss on a trail of loss, you know and she and she was so and her and her she had a, she had a psychotic snap and her psychotic snap like Adrian, like Swain said was, in that town in New Jersey and she recreated everything and what she want what she wanted in her image in terms of, you know, in terms of the uh, where, where where her life was when she was younger she oh. loved sitcoms. Her life was a sitcom for a while. She got tired of it. She remade it. You know, she remade it inside the same episode. Whatever. So good. I was going to say, I just thought about something else from the comics, too. There was a storyline, if I'm not mistaken, um, Avengers West Coast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe late 80s, like 89, 90? There was one. There was a storyline where, yeah, uh, John Byrne wrote and drew it, in fact, where um, Wanda, she went off. You know what I mean? Like, she ended up becoming, like, all-powerful, you know? And um, I forgot what the resolution of that storyline was, but it's it's a notion that they've brought across several times. You know, uh, several writers have, you know, wanted to do that with Scarlet Witch. And I've wondered why, you know, just in terms of what... Is there some sort of character potential that these writers are seeing in her, you know, that maybe we can really work on defining her, you know? But even if you define the character, every character has a has a yin and yang, a pro and con. And I see her pros as being all powerful, but what is the opposite to that? That's that's my thing. She she's not. She's not all powerful. That's the thing. Right. Well, she's not all powerful. That's the thing. Like she's she's she loves, and that love makes her not powerful. Anything that threatens what she loves is a mm. potential problem for her. You see how she was willing to like you know when when she when she when when uh. When, Ag when uh, Agatha had Billy and Tommy by the neck, she was like, okay, hold on. Hold on now. Don't do anything to the kids. You know, I I'll listen to what you have to say. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it for a minute, you know. But then, you know, she's like, okay, no. Screw this. And she just popped her with an with energy blast and knocked her down, which is what all she was doing was playing in what Agnes wanted to do in the first place. Agatha wanted to do in the first place. She's an energy siphon. So, but you give me that. I'm taking that. I'm learning from what that magic is. I'm ingesting it. I'm going to take all that when the time comes. 
Okay, so so I got I got I got questions. You got what? Uh, and 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 a couple of them need answers. So, because <laughs> a, a a friend a friend pointed out, okay, she's in the bottom of Agatha's house, and Agatha has the rooms up, which basically mutes her powers, right? Yeah. Her 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 magic. Right. And like, twenty minutes later, she knows how to create rooms. When they're up in the sky, and she creates runes and nullifies Agatha's powers, you just figured found out what runes were twenty minutes ago. She's a quick, she's a quick learner, yo. <laughs> she's a quick learner, man. She's a quick learner, man. Now here's the th- think, think about it, man. Think okay, about it. man. Think about the, the kind of right, mind. Man. Think about it, man. No, think we get about, it, yo. About... You like the show, yo. We get it, yo. <laughs> no, no, think about, think about this for a minute, man. Think about this for a minute. She's never been exposed to those kind of things before, right? As far as as far as the ruins and stuff goes, right? But all it would take for a person like her that can alter and create a reality. Go ahead. Okay. All it would take for a person like her that can alter and create a reality is to is to hear something for the first time and then create it. Think, think about think about how she was able to create all those people's lives outside of her own life, outside the main 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 line of the sitcom. If she can do that, learning a, learning what a ruin is and how to manipulate a ruin is nothing for her. You say that, but Agatha, she she tells Agatha countless times, I'm not a witch. I've never studied witchcraft. I didn't get this from anybody. Anything I'm doing, I'm just doing kind of out of instinct. Right. But so it's like, it's like saying, okay, all I have to do, I mean, I guess somebody could just see how to work a complicated piece of machinery and just pick it up or whatever. It's just, I'm just saying for storytelling's sake, for her to be able 15 minutes later, now all of a sudden you can do this thing that you knew nothing about. It's just kind of lazy, man. It's just lazy writing. It's like, okay, I don't know, man. We got to figure out a way for her to fig- to to you know to beat this chick. Let's just defy the laws that we've already we we just established that she's not a witch and she doesn't she's never practiced witchcraft. But now all of right. a sudden she's a master of witchcraft. Right, but she, but thing is though, she was destined to be that. She's in the book of Cthulhu, so that's what she is. You see what I'm saying? So. If, just because she doesn't know that her, her, her abilities doesn't mean she doesn't have that ability. I mean, she's you look see the final episode, age. You see what I'm saying? She's in the book of Cthulhu, man. She's she's that she's that witch. When she says when she she's says that witch, you know, who you, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she like Meg. She's like Megan the Stallion. You know, she's a bad witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you, you still you still know who you are, do you, Wanda? You're the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. You know, she broke her down, you know. So, you know, so she's like, you know, what, what, what are you talking about? I'm not a witch. I don't, you're not going to define me. But then she realized through the course of that, it's like, well, damn. Oh, those are ruins. Okay, okay, I got something for you. I got your ruins. And she and she, and she, and she was able to make those. Same thing about Wanda. And she doesn't need incantations. That was one of the things that, 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 that was, uh, was a thing that, um, that separated from, the, uh, separates from actual witches in the, in the coven. She doesn't need, she need incantations. So for her to be able to understand something and then manipulate it, and be able to, to put it back out. That's not a far stretch for me. It makes sense to me. I get it. I, I, I mean, yes, is it a quick, is it, is it a quick uh, resolution for uh, series yes, coming yes, to wrap it in? Yes, it's quick. Yes, it is quick. It's quick. Of course it is. But, I mean, that's it, like... Is, is, it possible, is, it, is it even possible that it was just lazy writing, D? Is it even possible that they just said, uh, put it over here? <laughs> I mean, no more, no, no more than comics. No more than comics. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, did, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't bother me, man. It didn't bother me. 
Well, what I didn't, what I didn't care much for was like, okay, I didn't, I didn't like the idea of the way they introduced, way they introduced uh, Agnes as, as Agnes is actually being Agatha. That threw me off. Like, she was there the entire time behind the scenes, manipulating, doing stuff. She killed a damn dog, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she was choking that dog. I was like, "Damn!" Right? It's like, was was, it, was, like, was that really necessary? You know, what I'm that bushes yeah. just shaking. I know witches like cats. <laughs> <laughs> and your little dog too. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yo, choking dogs. So out. the other thing I was going to mention. Let's talk about some of the uh, some of the the support players on this show because okay, yes, please. You know, it was great seeing Darcy come back. I, that was kind of cool. In fact, that you know, she went and finished and got her doctorate, and she's she's an astrophysicist. Right. But her talking about her her aerospace aero engine aerospace engineer friend. Who is this friend? You know, and so people are speculating that it's Reed Richards, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Why didn't we see Reed Richards? That was that was an alley oop. That just would have been like it was like if you really wanted me to say, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be on and popping, baby. It's about to be lit. Right. That's what you do. You don't give me Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Right. You know. But uh, I like Darcy. I like Randall Park as uh, as Jimmy Woo. Although Jimmy Woo, that's yeah, he was awesome. He's very he's very like kind of goofy and happy go lucky. Uh, mm-hmm. I was telling a friend earlier today. It's almost like. They should call him Jimmy Olsen because he's gosh darn, you know, <laughs> he's he's just all super happy go lucky. But the other thing I was going to mention, and this is my biggest point, the probably last point I'll I'll make, is Evan Peters as Pietro. Yeah, that was dissatisfying, dude. So <laughs> casting him as Pietro, knowing it well, right, <laughs> right, right. So so that's my point. The whole thing of speculation. What is mm-hmm. anybody to think if they cast him, if that doesn't mean that they're trying to say, hey, we're about to bring mutants in and this is our way of doing it. But no, he's not really Pietro from the Fox un- X-Men universe. He's an actor named Ralph Boner. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That was that, that was speculated as being a big finger to the fans, too. You know? Like, you know, I was... You know, Fuck you! This is a boner for you. <laughs> you know? like, well, but, but what I'm saying is, to me, it's to me, it was it was it was a disservice. You know, you have fan service. It was mm-hmm. a disservice. It was almost mm-hmm. like uh, Chekhov's gun. You all know what Chekhov's gun is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was like Chekhov's gun. You can't mm-hmm. introduce this thing into the story and put emphasis on it. And then not fire the gun at some point before the story ends. Right. It's di- so there are movies that you watch and television shows that you watch where they give you things that they don't pay off. And when they don't pay off, you're like, well, wait a minute. What happened? I shouldn't be thinking, well, wait a minute. Why did you, why did we talk about this over here and then never, ever mm-hmm. go back to it? Again, it comes down mm-hmm. to either lazy or just bad writing. If mm-hmm. you're going to cast. And, and the other thing is, is. I do get like Adrian was pointing out earlier about with the kids and them kind of doing like a meta commentary on how, you know, kids age from season to season. You know, the little boy goes from 10 years old to 12 years old and he's a foot taller and his voice is deeper. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, he's almost like a different character. That's great. Right. And this was almost even a meta commentary on how like with uh, sitcoms, you know, where they or uh, uh, soap operas 
you know, well, they'll recast an actor. This actor is now, this part is now being played by John Morris. Yes. And they'll say, and they'll say anything about it. Nobody on the show acknowledges it. Nobody says anything. It's just, right. Th- that was Aunt Viv then. This is Aunt Viv now. That's just what they do. <laughs> keep, keep it popping, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like you're saying, as fans who are literally going over every episode with a, you know, with a magnifying glass, it was just a disservice to say, okay, no, he's just an actor, and this is not what this is. Now, maybe they'll come back after the fact, and they'll actually say, ah, ha, 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 he really was Pietro, and we really are. You know, maybe they'll do that. Because he was a better right. Pietro to me than uh, the guy in... Uh, right. Aaron Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had, he had more airtime than Aaron Johnson did. I mean, he played in many more movies, so he got a chance to get, appreciate his character. You know, well, I, that I, it, I, and, and they gave him a personality in the X films. Right. Like, that, exactly. his personality and that sequence... And the whole, that was the best part of that fucking movie. <laughs> right. It, no, seriously, it was. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. But I, I just thought it was like, how are you going to just bring this in and then say it's not that? Uh. Right. So here's 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 my last point. Okay. If they were going to do a second series of WandaVision, I, could, I couldn't, I couldn't, I'm not down, dog. No, I, I don't think there's a need for a season two. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I think she's like, like I said before, how I feel about her future in the Marvel Universe. She's a linchpin, could be a very little linchpin that's going to carry us into what, what Feige was calling the, the, the mystical cosmic universe. Of, of Like, she is, in this new universe, she is what Iron Man was to the first series. So, it, mm. you know, to, for mm. first, yeah. And I, I, I stand by that. Unless, is, it going to be, is it going to be her or it's going to be a, a Spectrum? Those two. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll say this much too. Um, I think the Eternals is going to be interesting because that will be an opportunity mm-hmm. for them, if they don't do it any other way, to officially talk about mutants in the Marvel universe because that, mm-hmm. you know, that's where they come from. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know these, you know, celestial eternal godlike beings or whatever, and then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it was Aben Sanur uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, I forgot what mm-hmm. his what his uh, mm-hmm. his Arabic name is or whatever it is, you know, and all of that. So I mean, if they don't do it any other way, they can definitely do it there. Mm-hmm. And but I, you know, I, I, even with that, I'm not hyped about seeing the X Men again. Not right now, bro. More X Men. I'm not hyped about seeing uh, Fantastic Four. Really. I mean, the, the, the fan art that I see of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt looks dope. But I'm just not hyped about another Fantastic Four. I was just like, ugh. Right. I, I am more excited about any any of the, the, the B-level and more the uh, the, the kind of uh, the side role players. Mm. You know, I'm interested in what they're going to do with Ms. Marvel. Right. I'm interested in, uh, in what they do with, you know, anything else. You know, if they bring Namor in, which I hope they do. You know, what they do with Black Panther, since they say they're not going to recast uh, T'Challa as, uh, you know, with another actor. And I guess that means what? You're going to kill him off screen? You know, so. But I'm interested in everything other than the main stuff that we've been living with since 2008. I've, I'm done with that. I, I'm ready to move on yeah. to other characters and other things.
That concludes this episode of Sidebar Forever, hosted by Dwight Clark, Swain Hunt, and Adrian Johnson. You can find us online at sidebarforever.com. Any emails or questions can be directed to us at sidebarforever at gmail.com. And also, subscribe to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Sidebar Forever is copyright 2020. Dwight Clark, Swain Hunt, and Adrian Johnson.